Hey, everybody. This is Think Global, a monthly podcast where we love to engage ideas from around the world. And what we like to say here, John, is on Think Global. That the world is our home where strangers become friends and friends become family. Boom. And uh, that matters because we live in this world and we want to connect to the world and to the people of this world. Anyway, last time we were together, uh, we talked about um, friendship. And um, today we're going to move to a different subject. And a lot of these are coming from the uh, Proverbs that we have. Um, not just Proverbs from uh, the Bible, but Proverbs from around the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, Proverbs are, are written and give us uh, great glimpses of wisdom into life itself. Anyway, this is Tim Davis, and I'm joined by John here. And we are going to talk today about another subject. John, do you want to give us a quick intro to that? Yeah, sure. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the principles and wisdom surrounding our work and whatever yes. that looks like, and particularly what it looks like to put in a hard day's work and uh, reap the benefits of that and why that's even a part of what it means to be human. Right. And not just in the workplace, workplace, but all aspects of work. That's right. You know, as I th- as you were just saying that, John, my mind goes back and I think, okay, let's say 100 years ago, 200 years ago, 200 years ago, 300 years ago. I mean, that's, life was work. Yeah. Work was life. Yeah. Um, uh, most likely that long ago, you're going to be doing something like working a farm, um, working in a village, uh, whether it be a blacksmith or a doctor or a teacher, life is work, work is life. And so, uh, we are connected to work in incredible ways. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, back to what you were saying. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the topic for today, just talking about how we work and why that matters, why our work really matters, and a few principles around it, like you mentioned, a few proverbs around that, and uh, hopefully this is more of an encouragement, not a, uh, don't, we don't want anybody to hear us that this is like some kind of legalistic approach to just go work harder. That's right. But rather, we're made to do this, whatever this is in your life, whether you are a stay-at-home mom, or a nurse, or a teacher, or a doctor, or a lawyer, or a janitor. I mean, on and on and on we could go. Right. Um, this applies to everybody right. um, and what they put their hands to throughout the day. And let's also say at the very beginning here, this is not meant to be a uh, comprehensive discussion. Obviously, <laughs> we need to bring in the experts for that. We're just talking about it from a gut level, life principle kind of thing. Right. Um, and uh, there's so much to talk about on it. But again, that's who we are. We, we're made to work and we work and it's a part of life. And often we just don't think enough about it. And so that's today's uh, intent, just to start a conversation to begin uh, just thinking more seriously about life because life is work and yeah. we, we get one short life and we might as well live it well. Yeah. I, right. I love this definition of work from right. uh, Tim Keller. Yes. And I think this is probably from his book, um, Every Good Endeavor would be my guess. I don't know. I would guess that too. But he says, uh, here's his definition of work. Rearranging the raw material of God's creation in such a way that it helps the world in general and people in particular thrive and flourish. That's right. So that covers a lot of different areas. That's not just you go to an office, you work in an office. Right. Yeah. So again, just to repeat that last part, it helps the world in general and people in particular. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, there's a sense in which it helps the world, but uh, work is something that helps people in uh, particular. I like uh, John Mark Comer's comment from his book, Garden City. 
Um, and just one part of a, a, a quote from him, and that is, and this is his faith. Um, it's, it's coming out here, and, and, and we have that same similar faith, uh, but where he says, we make the invisible God visible by what we do and how we do it. Um, and that is, this is a reflection of the creator. This mm. is a, this is our worldview that, that our work reflects the creator. Mm. And so there, therefore it's something worth talking about. Yeah. It's something worth thinking about. And obviously the proverbs have a lot to say about it. And so here are a couple of proverbs, um, that, um, that I think really, uh, hit the point. Uh, one of those proverbs and John, you pick up proverb or two, but okay. one of those proverbs is, uh, those who work their land, will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies have no sense. There's that sense of just uh, practical work that provides abundance. I mean, basic principle is you work and eat, Mm. Uh, you work and live. And so the Proverbs address that. Mm. I, uh, I love this one. The craving of the lazy will be the death of him because his hands refuse to work. Ah, give me that one again. The craving of the lazy will be the death of him because his hands refuse to work. His hands refuse to work. That's yeah. an interesting, uh, I, I think uh, the Proverbs would also call a person a fool. Yeah. Like that makes no sense. Right. Right. That's a good one. I like that. Uh, okay. Another one here that um, uh, comes from Proverbs. All hard work brings a profit, mm. uh, but mere talk leads only to Poverty. And we can see that. Like, you know, there's a lot of talk sometimes and no work. Um, and because of that, you've got problems. Uh, but hard work brings profit. And the profit, yeah. it's not speaking about bottom line profit. It's speaking about being able to eat, provide shelter where you live. So, you know, from the Proverbs, I think the principle is clear. Work matters. Yeah. And uh, it, it means so much to us and so much. I think there's the also, I like that you said that profit's not just the bottom line, the money. Right. I mean, yeah, you, you use money to buy food or whatever, but I think there's also a profit of satisfaction. Right. Like, I think people are more satisfied when they know that their their days are going towards something that's meaningful, hard right. work. Right. Um doing what they're set out to be doing. Right. Whatever that is in their life. Right. And that brings its own profit internally of, right. I feel satisfied. I feel right. like I'm doing something that matters versus someone that just refuses to do anything. The sloth, the lazy person who doesn't right. do anything. Right. And you know, at the end of the day, they don't feel that sense of satisfaction, yeah. which I'll call a profitable feeling. Right. Like, so anyway, I think the term is more than just monetary. Right. Yeah. So there's a, there's this bottom line sense that uh, work is valuable. Yeah. Because it's the way we're wired. We're meant to work. It's what we do. It brings a sense of honor. It brings change. Uh, It's profitable for ourselves. It's profitable for others. Work is a big deal, Mm. again, to be talked about. All right, we've got some quotes from uh, Craig Rochelle um, that relate to leaders. Yeah. Um, Leaders who've made a difference. Leaders who've, um, they have pioneered a path. They've... Uh, they've cut a swath for others to follow, and I like these. I mean, there it, it actually is about hard work and about right. you know being the disciplined people that we ought to be. Yeah, I think that's what it's about. Is it, it is for leaders, but it's also for the idea of working hard and being who we're supposed to be. And right. I think we've quote, quoted Craig Rochelle in the past. Uh, you and I both really like his podcast. Right. And oh he yeah, often he does a good has job. a lot of 
wise and helpful things to say. But uh, one thing that he says in one of his latest podcasts, I don't remember, but he says, uh, you'll never regret doing what's right. You'll often regret doing what's easy. Right. Right. And in the workplace, um, and I'm not talking about like a place of business, but just in our work life, yeah. sometimes our natural tendency is to do what's easy. Mm-hmm. And at the end of life, you look back and you did the easy thing. Mm. Always did the easy thing. And uh, from that, there's a lack of fulfillment. Yeah. From it, there's a lack of meaning. Um, and and again, I think it's a lack of honoring the life we've been given to live. Yeah. Uh, to always choose the easy path or to do the easy thing instead of uh, doing the things that are hard, that uh, call out the best from us and make us uh, who we were intended to be. Yeah. Anyway, there's another one I like, too, um, that we've uh, put down here, and that is always touch the line, quote, end quote. Always touch the line. Don't stop when you're tired. Stop when you're done. Stop when you're finished. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. Um, you know, I think for people who don't know where that comes from, what, what do we mean by touch the line? Yeah. You know, if you ever played sports, whether it be even as a kid or high school or whatever, you're always running drills, right. you know, and, That's right. and your coach would always say, touch the line. Right. So you, you run down to the end of the court, you touch the line, you run back, right? You run down, you touch the line, you run back. If you don't touch the line, you didn't finish the task. That's right. So anyway, that's kind of where that touch the line comes yeah, from. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's the idea of don't stop doing what you're doing until you're finished. Yeah. And that's, that's really life itself. It's not just talking about work, but it's just talking about life. Um, again, it's not taking the easy path. It's choosing the challenging path. It's, uh, it's standing up to a task that's a big task ahead of us. So yeah. anyway, so g- those are some good thoughts there. Yeah. All right, let's talk about an attitude of work. Oh, I um, like this. I yeah, like this it. This is where I, I think it helps us. We've kind of, th- th- that's all a prelude, um, but I, I, I do think the attitude of work um, mm. and about work is what uh, really matters. Tell me about your attitude of work. What, what do you, forget the notes, forget what we're going to talk about. What's your personal take on your attitude of work? Yeah. You know what? I actually, I have a very positive attitude of work. I love work um, because it's meaningful. Yeah. And, uh, and because I recognize that my labor, my work, Hmm. um, what I put my hands to, what I put my mind to matters. It actually makes a difference Hmm. to not stop, to keep going, not to give in. And it's really, you know, uh, Paul would put it this way. It's, it's to finish the race. Mm. Um, it's to do what you've been asked to do. It's to do what you've been called to do. And quite honestly, all right, it's like a good, uh, let me put it this way, John. It's like a great exercise routine. <laughs> you know, sometimes you go into it like, oh my goodness, do I really need to do this? But at the end of it, it's like, all right, this feels great. I did it. I mm. did something that I put my hands to, that I set my mind to. Uh, it's an honorable thing. It's a good thing. It's a helpful thing. It makes a difference. And there is that moment of, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. And so that's how I approach work. I love, I do love work because I know it matters in some way. That doesn't mean we're all going to love <laughs> the job we have. And when you look around um, at the majority of people who are working, it's not that they necessarily would say, this is what I've dreamed of all my life. This mm. is my dream job. This is like, this is what I, I um, that, that compared to everybody else, this is the best. And that's not the idea of work. Mm. Um, work, rather, is what, it, it's, it's a way of providing. Mm. I, I jotted down this comment earlier today, and that is this, the honorable thing um, about work is not necessarily what you do, but how you do it. Mm. 
Because actually, and I think Tim Keller addresses this quite often in his book, um, and that is that sometimes if we um, get our value from our role, or if we get our value from our position, uh, we're going to end up pretty empty. Mm. Uh, because again, you look at the majority of jobs out there, it's not that people are dying to do that. Mm. But rather, if you look at the honor of its of the work itself, and the idea of, of reflecting the creator, doing what we do as image bearers, uh, mm. and understanding the honor of work, um, that... Um, that changes how we we look at positions and roles, etc. Mm. Uh, and that that has to go uh, has to do with the attitude mm. uh, of work. I love that. Yeah, I was gonna say another real quick another quote, but and that is um, another um, from one of Paul's letters. He says something like this: "Whatever you do, do it with all your heart, mm-hmm. because it does actually matter." Yeah, I remember that that passage um, stands out to me that. My mom instilled that in me growing up because um, it was it was one of her ways of trying to get me to be a better student <laughs> throughout right, school. That's exactly right. I was a terrible student. Um, don't ever look up my GPA from high school or college for that matter. But, but that's what she would always say to me. She'd say, "Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as though you're working for the Lord." Yeah. Like, like it, it, I think it was it was the guilt trip worked for a minute. You know, it, right. But it wasn't intended to be a guilt yeah. trip. But because it, it's a truth there of she, she was trying to instill that that principle in me, the principle that we're talking about right now, that right. principle in me of um, everything you do, do it with all your heart. Right. And if you're going to put your mind to it, you're going to put your hands to it, give it everything you've got. That's right. So. Actually, John, that brings up a, uh, a memory that I have of a lecture I heard about um, the furniture that was made during the Puritan era. I was going to make you tell this story. Oh, I'm glad you brought this actually, up. Actually, it's a fantastic uh, story. Like hundreds of years later, furniture uh, that they made is still around and people pay top dollar to get it uh, just simply because of its history and because of its look and it's strong and it's mm-hmm. sturdy. And here are these people who are unknown. They were never in the spotlight. Um, they were, weren't on a platform with crowds of people watching them with applause all around. <laughs> uh, rather, they were in a factory building furniture, and they did it as a way of honoring the creator. Mm. And in doing that, they made the best furniture uh, that many of us have ever, ever known. And mm. it's still around because of that. Compare that with what we often have today, factory built, mm. quickly run through the assembly line, no thought of it, just, you know, simply throwing stuff together. And a year later, you need to replace it. And right. it still doesn't look good. Right. So, um, there's, there's a difference there. And I think mm-hmm. that's pretty powerful. There's a, yeah. there's a great analogy for how we do anything we do, uh, whether we're in a spotlight or not, whether or not we get the applause. Uh, it's just doing things well. By the way, at the end of the day, too, you go home, put your head on your pillow, mm. and you feel good about a day exactly. of work like that, no matter right. what it was. Right. Exactly. And, and by the way, too. Uh, no matter what it is, whether you're a janitor or a nurse or a cook or whatever it is, um, you um, when you do it that well, it blesses so many people. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a, that's a good uh, that that's the attitude of work. Um, you know, uh, let me. I, I got one other illustration on that. Do you mind? No. I was in a hospital back in 2006 for quite a while. I had a lot of nurses that took care of me. All of them were excellent. They. Um, they did their job uh, just as they were supposed to do. They had to, right? I mean, that's their job to take care of a human being and to make sure everything is uh, 
carried out and accomplished just as it was prescribed. There were a few who were different, though. And they were different because beyond the professionalism, they cared. Mm. And that left a profound impact on me. That they did the same things, but they did it with a heart of care. Mm. And that mattered. Mm. And I, that's that's the memory I have from that uh, time. Was there's, there's a difference between just doing a job and caring uh, while you do that job. Yeah. So that's a big deal. That's the attitude of work. Yeah. And, you know, I think we've noticed that that's... That's easy to point out in like the nursing or healthcare industry because you have a sick person and the same person can change out your IV and they're doing the same thing, but the one that cares about you stands out. But wouldn't that also apply because we've seen the difference oh, yeah. when someone answers the phone at a call center? That's exactly right. Customer support center. That's right. Like I can tell when they care about me on the other end of the, other end of the line versus the person who's just doing their job. Yep. And they don't, they don't like their job. They woke up on the wrong side of the pillow. Whatever it is, you can just tell they just don't care. Right. But you can tell when that one person cares. And That's, it makes all the difference in the world. It blesses me. That's right. And it probably blesses their colleagues. Right. And anyway. And now you got me started, dude. That's, I'm serious. All right. So because we travel a lot. Yeah. Flight attendants. Yes. They all do their jobs. Yeah. But what a gift when they care. Right. Right. Or you check into a hotel. They all do the same thing. But man, when they care, talk to you, ask about you, right. engage with you. They want to serve you. By golly, that's the place I want to go back to. Well, this is why we say when we travel, that's why this fits on this podcast about the world. But when we travel, we say uh, the hospitality industry yes. is far and away better in different parts of the world. Yes. Unfortunately, than it is in America. Now, yeah. if somebody listening to this works in the hospitality industry, I'm sure you're fantastic. Yeah, and making a difference. And yes. making a difference. But let's agree that um, overseas, restaurants, airline attendants, like you're talking about flight attendants, uh, hotel staff, right. they just treat you different. Yeah. We come back from a lot of trips and we say, man, do we have a lot to learn about the yeah. hospitality industry. Yes. yes, globally, they do very well. And that's a joy. And they're doing the same job they're checking you into the hotel. They're bringing your food to the table. They're refilling your coffee. It's all the same tasks, but it's how they do That's it. That's right. It's so, the attitude of work. Right. So there, there you go. That's a takeaway, right? On the attitude of work, you can tell when people come to, to work with an attitude of engaging, of enjoying, even though it's the most menial task, mm-hmm. how we go about it with the attitude and how we engage it and how we show care at, at the end of the day, it really matters. Right. It's, it is a big deal. Right. Yeah. All right. There's one other comment on that as we're talking about the attitude of work uh, that I thought was interesting. There was a a study done, some research done about, you know, being fulfilled or happy at work. And one of the comments I've underlined here is that um, the feeling that one cares about their colleagues and that their colleagues care about them makes the workplace Mm. meaningful. Mm. That is, there's a sense of caring for each other. There are relationships that matter. Um, and I know some people work in isolation, right? Yeah. But but there's still opportunity for relationship. Yeah. And the fact that you're cared for and that you care for others makes the workplace a great place to be. And I, I really appreciated that yeah. uh, that fact from those uh, pieces of research. Yeah, I like that. The context I like is that the whole research was around how do people feel happy and fulfilled at work? Right. And I think our natural answer would be 
the one who gets paid the most. That's right. They must be the most. That's right. But actually, the research would say the one that had the greatest impact was what you said. Right. That they feel like they're cared about and they care about their colleagues. Right. That has the most impact on being fulfilled at work. Yeah. Short term, like, yeah, feels great to get a new position with a higher pay. Yeah. But long term, it's all about friendships, relationships, being cared for and caring for others that bring really a difference and make a difference in... Uh, that's the real payoff, by the way. Right. That's the payoff in all of our um, in all of our lives. All right. Uh, another interesting fact here, and I, I actually just want to mention this, and then we'll move on to our wrap up here. But um, and I think this is uh, this is important. If seventy percent um, of your job is enjoyable, then stay. Mm. <laughs> like you know, uh, sometimes we let three bad days in a row determine we're leaving. Right. But um, most people don't love every aspect of their job. I can't imagine anybody loves every aspect of their job. You know, like, who do, who do, who would we pick on? Like, LeBron James. Right. Like, he got to do what very few people get to do. He gets to play a game for a living and make right. a lot of money doing right. it. And I'm... I'm I'm speculating. I'm making this up. I don't know this about LeBron James. I don't know anything about LeBron James. But like, what what if he hates the part where he has to sign autographs? That's right. Okay. Was well, he going to quit basketball because he right. hates signing autographs? Right. No. You just you don't love every aspect of the right. job. That's right. Like he might hate being away from his family because he has right. to travel for games and travel for this, travel for that. He's like, man, if I had this other job, I would never have to leave home. That's exactly so right. So he should quit basketball? Right. No way. You know, anyway, right. so there's no such thing as a perfect job. Right. And and jobs are hard. Yeah. And they demand effort. And yeah. we have to think and we have to do and we have to actually work. Yeah. And not all of it is completely fulfilling. Yeah. It's just, it's what we do and what's what we have to do. And I think there's this misnomer out there that we have to love everything about it and it has to be my dream job. Right. And that's what I've seen a lot of people quit their job over is like some minor thing that they don't like about it where... The rest of it's fantastic. They have great colleagues. Right. They have fair pay. They have a flexible schedule. Most people from the outside in would look at that and say, you really have it made. And like, well, you right. don't know. They 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 make me fill out this one form. Right. You know, like, you know, yeah. anyway. I agree. <laughs> there you are. That's where we are. And I think what ends up happening is we over glorify somebody else's role and wish we had it until we have it. And then we say, oh, this oh. was not what I thought it was. Yeah, thanks a lot, social media, for yeah. for that. You, that's right. The image we see. Yeah. That's right. Anyway, like, okay, I hate to say this, but like, you know, tomorrow morning I get to go to Southeast Asia. Everybody would say, oh, that's that's lovely. I'm so jealous. I'm, I'm going to so quit my job and do and what do, you do. Do my job. <laughs> you know what? I am dreading the 30 hours of travel and misery and being alone and just the stuff of airports oh. and schedules that never work out. And being weary and tired. Now, the destination definitely is worth the journey. Sure. But it's not all that it's cracked up. Yeah. What is that phrase they always say? Like, the journey is half the... Half the battle, I think. Not half the battle. It's like, the journey is the adventure or half the adventure. I disagree. On Um, that one, I do. (laughs) That's right. If I'm in my Jeep, that is true. But on an airplane, it's not true. Yeah, if it involves an airplane, we can just teleport and I'll be happy. That's That's exactly right. Anyway. Yeah. You're right. I don't, that seems glamorous from the outside in. And most people would say, well, I never, in my wildest dreams would go to Southeast Asia. I want to do that. Right. But it's... It's not as easy. It's not as easy as we think it is. Yeah. So anyway, all right, let's move. Uh, let's begin to land this airplane, so sure. to speak. Can I? Go. Um, all right, we're going to talk about why does work matter? 
and what is the value of work. Wow. At the end of the day, I think there's a simple uh, principle that we, most of us know, if you don't work, you don't eat. <laughs> um, and that's just, that's raw, but yeah. there's a lot of truth to that. Work provides what we need. Yeah. It provides uh, the resources we need to enjoy most often a very basic, satisfied existence uh, that's meaningful, that's joyful, that's filled with hope. So that's mm. actually what work is all. It's it's who we are. Mm. It's what we do, and it provides. It it, it provides for those we love. Uh, it provides for those we care for. It provides for ourselves, and um, and doing it in an honorable way with all of our heart makes it joyful mm. because it's providing. There's something very significant to that. Mm. One of the things I, uh, John, I'll just say too. One of the great um, thrills of work and having provisions is not for self. Like there are those who work hard and they work their fingers to the bone and they end up with a lot of possessions, but they've never impacted anybody's lives. Mm. And I think that's one of the big deals of work is that it provides us the ability to be generous Mm. with people. And there's nothing better than generosity that brings joy to your heart. Mm. To me, that's one of the great reasons of working because it provides something for others. And actually, in our work role, we're doing things so that others can do what they're doing. Mm. And uh, that's a that's a generous act. And so that's a good thing for mm. us. Yeah. I was thinking about that earlier of the role of – part of the role at workplace is the ability to be generous. Yeah. Not just with money, but with time, knowledge, resources. You and I have talked about this over the years quite a bit. but. um it gives you a chance to be generous, not and not just with those exterior of the workplace. Like I work here, so then I can go be generous with my friends out there. Right. But even here in the workplace, right. to be generous with those that we spend all day with, generous with our time, generous with our knowledge, generous with whatever gifts that we've been given that we can right. pass off to other people. Right. So, I, and it's a privilege. Yeah, and even in the smallest of ways, I'm yeah. going to do a little shout out for someone here at the workplace this morning. They walked in. Mm. They had gone back to a part of the country where I used to live, went to a coffee shop, bought a bag of beans from where I used to be, and brought it in as a small gift. Like, Mm. that's that generosity that just, man, that was great. It felt good. It made me happy. I was thought of, and a a little bit was invested, and the reward was pretty significant. So, that's that generosity that some of us, by the way, I would just say there's a caution. Some of us end up being a little bit too selfish with what we have, (laughs) and it's just simply uh, an accumulation of more. Mm. And I think we can enjoy what we work for. Mm. I think we can enjoy the things, the the fruit of our labor. But I think when we look at a, a podcast like this, thinking globally, and those in need and those that we can bless and those that we can reach out and help. That's what work does. It yeah. provides for us. So Yeah, I love it. All right, man. What else we have? That's good. I, we could probably just land the plane, but I just, I think about the people listening that are going to get up tomorrow or go to work after they listen to this. And hopefully this is some kind of encouragement to make the most right. out of the day ahead. That's right. Or the day that's coming. Yeah. And that your work matters the position that you're in matters. You're there for a reason. And um, yeah, nothing is in vain. That's right. Yeah. And I think the the reminder that it's not so much what we do, but how we do it. Yeah. And it's an honorable thing to do it well. Yeah. 
to do it with care, to do it um, thinking about others, how it will bless them. Uh, it is an honorable thing. And yeah. so I'm I'm so glad actually to to, to know that work is life and life is work yeah. and that, you know, that's just a part of who we are on planet Earth. Yeah. Um, so and how different the world has been yeah. because of great people who have worked. Right. But whatever your field looks like and whatever your plow is, yes. whatever you're putting your hand to, right. just remember that you're doing it for the people around you to thrive that's and right. flourish. That's right. It is a gift to yourself and to others. And that's what's brought us to today and where we are in the world where we are. So anyway, hey folks, that uh, wraps up our podcast of Think Global, where the world is our home, where friend or strangers become friends and friends become family. Uh, we love you guys. We appreciate you tuning in to listen to us. Uh, we'll be back with you again in May. John? That's it from us. All right. 